0: Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Hour. This is your host, Molly McCartney. It is on Wednesday, May 6th, 2020. And for those of you who don't know me, I'm a spiritual life coach based in Orlando, Florida. My mission is to help empower your wisdom and spiritual gifts so you can find peace no matter what you are dealing with. I do this through private sessions in person and by phone all around the world and by broadcasting this podcast through the airwaves. You can check out my website at MollyMcCartney.com or follow me on Instagram and Facebook. It's Empower Your Wisdom on Instagram and Molly McCartney on Facebook to learn more about me. So that's enough about me. Uh, Today's show is really about the challenges and gifts in times of change. So it's no secret, we're still in a time of massive change collectively. But as I start with this show, I want to remind everybody that uh, you know we're always in a constant state of change. This is a big one. This is a big, obvious one. But throughout the world, at any given time, uh, communities and countries are, and um, they're at war. They're in um, financial strain. There's all kinds of social things that are shifting and changing all the time. And so we have a lot of different levels of change happening at all times. And as I mentioned last week. Um, you know, I've, I've been sort of surprised and delighted that, um, you know, people that I'm talking to these days, clients that I speak with in my phone sessions, are actually more concerned with um, how they're changing their personal lives. They're not um, in fear about the virus as much, though some of you out there may be, and I hope that um, what I have to say uh, this evening will help with that. Um But there, you know, there's a there's just a lot going on. There's a lot flying around. And the key is really uh, exactly like the clients I've been talking to. If you're focused in on your life and what you can do to shift um, the situation for yourself and get more present to what's happening in your true physical space. Um, then you know you've got something you've, you've got something that is tangible that you can deal with um, this big collective change that we're going through and any collective change that we hear about or see about whether it's natural disaster war um, you know, pandemics of all kinds. We, we really, we have to, we send, you know, of course, love and prayers. That's kind of a charged thing to do, but it's always helpful. Um, and the other thing is, is social change, of course. But um, since I'm a spiritual coach, we're going to focus more on how to nurture the spirit in times like this and what you can do to spiritually um, support others during this time. So um, then this month, I'll be talking a lot about your vibration, uh, how it what it means to hold your vibration authentically and not just pretend that everything's okay. um, And why your inner work to do this, uh, and to get to this space in yourself actually helps and heals other people. Um, but let's get back to today. Um, after a few, uh, share a few thoughts about this week's theme, I'm going to open the lines for calls at any time. Uh, anyone listening, if you have a thought you want to share in the chat, go ahead and enter that and I'll come back to it. It's been kind of handy to use the chat. I've used that a lot more than I thought I would in this podcast. So feel free to do that. And, um, if, if people are feeling shy, that's okay. I've got plenty of, of wisdom to share tonight and to, to help support you um but after after the calls if there are any um, we'll do a guided meditation that will help you focus your thoughts on what gifts you're being given in this challenging time because i do know you know we talk about spirituality and inner peace and the path and it um, you know many people will say well that's easier said than done well absolutely because it's a it's a path of life it's not just an idea that you decide to believe in it's not just um, some something that you change your mind to like oh okay now I, I believe that I'm on a spiritual path and it's all good it's it's transformational and it does have to do with um, compassion for yourself and others it does have to do with getting past your your egoic concerns and your worries um, and you know it does have to do a lot with um, surrender you know surrendering that. You're not the end-all be-all. You're not the one thing that's going to make a difference in your life. You're not at war with anyone unless you want to be. And you live in a friendly universe. And so being, in that's that sense of oneness that, you know, we all talk about when we're on that path. Um, ideally, you hit that sense of oneness at some point in meditation or um, in a ceremony or just in, you know, walking down the street one day and you realize, oh, this is how it can feel most of the time instead of walking around in a fight or flight um, scenario in your head. So I'm um, going to go forward and talk about how we create those states and when we are conscious of how we're creating it, um, creating how we're looking at things, that's when the world starts to change for us. And uh, I want to address another aspect of this that some people will say, you know, that's just not true. If we all go around changing ourselves and we're sort of ignoring the problems at large. But the key is to remember the, the, the inherent logic in that beautiful statement that change um, happens only within that you change the world by your example that of course we can't change um, the world going an eye for an eye forever everyone ends up blind that way so it really is true when you uh, become a source of empathy when you become a source of presence when you're peaceful, when you are in belief and you can hold that belief strongly for yourself and others, it does make a difference for other people. You know, um, I'm certainly not perfect, but I've worked really hard in my life to do this most of the time and all the time for the people that I support and work with. So I have my own challenges. Of course I'm human, but you know, I've I've dedicated my life to this work so that I can help others and it does help others. So I'm I'm pleased to, to say that not in a proud way, but it's just, what I've been told. So um, the fact is if if you're listening to these words tonight or any other time or you've worked with me in the past and you say, gosh, she sure does help me. Well, you know, I'm telling you this because you can too. You can do the same thing for other people in your world just by how you are being and the peace that you're able to source within yourself and share with others. So um, to begin tonight's theme, I really want to read Um, something you may have heard before. It's been around for a while. It's a traditional story from the Cherokee Nation, and it is um, about the story of two wolves. And so everything that I'm going to talk about tonight in terms of the gifts and challenges and times of change um, really can be led back to this story. Um, So I'm going to just read it for you and we'll go from there. One evening, an elderly Cherokee brave told his grandson about a battle that goes on inside of people. He said, my son, the battle is between two wolves inside us all. One is evil. It is anger, envy, jealousy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. The other is good, It is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf wins? The old Cherokee simply replied, the one that you feed. When I first heard this story, it was on a podcast a lot like this. One of the reasons why I started a podcast, because I would, you know, just be going about my day listening to um, wise people talk about wise things. And th- I said, I want to do that one day. And that was years ago. And, um, and and that story really hit me in my heart. And I noticed that certain things that, that I teach really lead back to a lot of um, the Native, Native American uh, metaphors and stories. I know I have a, a little bit of Cherokee in my own history, a very little bit. I can't claim a lot of it, uh, but I am proud for that little bit. And and just in terms of past lives, in terms of um, relating to a culture, relating to the spirituality of um, the earth, you know, the earth religion um, is just really near and dear to my heart. So it's all about honoring the wisdom and personal responsibility for who you're being in a tribe in the world, and not sort of being in blame being in the victim um, noticing when those feelings come up in you including fear and worry you know what is really happening here are you are you doing yourself a service by feeding that worry by feeding that fear or are you um, you know are you doing yourself a service by getting creative getting into a better space um, supporting someone else who may need a le- you know a lift up um, so it's it's really interesting to think about that. And I think uh, it's, it's appropriate to talk about this stuff at this time, because we are, uh, this is the sixth episode in, in my series of live streams uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, but, you know, many people have been in quarantine or lockdown a month or more, just going to the store every now and then, uh, businesses have been closed. So we're all in kind of a state of this is the temporary normal. And then, now now we're going to the transition of as things open up. So as you see, this is how all challenges happen. All crises, crises happen in stages. And this, the change that we go through is messy and unexpected a lot of times. And if you're, very, you know, if you're listening to your intuition or you're very intuitive and in tune, you can kind of sense how things are going to go. And so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that if we can, but really, I want you to be thinking about now that you're in this temporary normal, and now that you're going to need to rebuild some things or get really creative with how you move forward in life, um, what gifts have you been given through this pause, through this particular challenge? So I want to talk about the nature of change and the different kinds of change you have personal change and this is what most of us are familiar with and when i um guide others when i help um with my messages and and you know by tuning into spirit to bring messages again i i'm just the messenger i always give it up to the higher um, perspective but um when i'm when i'm helping with the stuff that i talk about. It is usually with these personal changes, like loss, stress, um, and that includes anxiety, but stress of life in general, financial strain and fears around that, illness, um, and recovering from illness, or going through um, chronic illness and actually going into uh, passing or losing someone uh, you know, right before your eyes. That's a big challenge that I've, I've talked with a lot of people, I've talked them through that, and so... Um, you know, you can be going through. You're moving across the country, whether it's your choice or not, um, and you can also uh, go through breakups. Sometimes the inner work you're doing to heal old traumas um, can can be a very challenging thing that brings more stress and challenge to your life. And um, dark nights of the soul, just simply uh, spiritual shifts that put you in a space of um, of uncertainty. Uh, that's, that's very, that's very important. So I'm going to do something a little different. I do have someone calling in, and I'm going to go ahead and take that call now. And we'll, we'll continue on with our, our talk of the nature of change. So let's go here to, to Nana here. Okay. Hello, Nana. Can you hear me? Okay, I'm not getting um, Nana in the airwaves. So we're going to go back to what we were talking about. And if you'd like to call Nana, um, go ahead and um, wait just a little bit. And we'll have space for call-ins. We'll have about 20 minutes where you can call in and get a reading or just reflect on uh, what you'd like to talk about. Um, I'm going to plug in my headphones here so I can hear a little better. Okay. So... Going back to the, the different types of change, we have, of course, uh, those personal changes, and, and that's really common. Some of you may be going through those changes along with the changes of the national pandemic. Um, you know, you may be in countries where um, there's still wartime going on. There's, there's media warfare everywhere, especially in the U.S. Um, political shifts go on that cause change, that cause people to kind of get out of control in terms of fear and worry and anger. Um, and of course, you know, pandemics of any kind, epidemics. Um, you, you think about anything that's going to kind of uproot normalcy, and that's that collective world change that sometimes we go through so what happens when these these challenges come these changes it threatens our illusion of control <clears throat> so on a spiritual conscious level that's the first big challenge we have to face and sort of accept that um you know we walk around in life and and whether it's through our overthinking or through our our you know, kind of doing things just in case, you know, we, we go into planning mode, we go into um, trying to think ahead, and and capture any problems before they come up. Um, we, we kind of think we have, you know, travel plans coming up, or we, we're going to do this thing, we're going to control our experience through what we're doing and what we're thinking. And then a big change comes and wipes it away. Again, going back to loss, going back to illness, financial strain, and uncertain world events. You know, all these things come and uproot your plans and you go, oh, like, you know, it's like getting into an accident. You're on your way somewhere and all of a sudden, boom, you get in the accident and you've got, you're down for the count. You've got to to recover from that before you move forward. So that makes our ego very uneasy. It doesn't like to lose control or the illusion of control because it's always an illusion every single time. We're really good sometimes at keeping the illusion alive But it's always an illusion because we're all sort of creating reality together and you can't create for others. And you also can only do so much within the universal flow for yourself. So it's a dance and a conversation. It's not controlling or, um, you know, making sure things don't happen through your logical um, actions. So, so that's that's something really interesting to think about. If you have been angry, if you've been feeling extra stressed or worried, um, if you have thought, oh my God, I was going to have my best year yet with my work or my business uh, my best financial year yet, and now I can't. Well, you know,' that's a, it's an interesting lesson for us to just be humble to what is and to be very grateful when things are going well. because it'll change. This is temporary. It's going to, we're going to get back to something and it will keep us creative. It will keep us present. So that's, that's kind of the blessing there. So the other thing these kinds of changes do is it puts fear and overthinking into overdrive. And that's because the mind is always seeking parameters in a new space to help us feel safe. So it's kind of related to the illusion of control and that, you know, like when you meet a new person, you might say, "Well, where are you from? What do you do for a living? You know, tell me about your family, tell me about this, tell me." And and little things and we're picking up clues about people so that we can understand what parameters we're working with. Same thing when you go to a new place, like you're a little bit careful. I know I'm, I'm you know, usually because I'm an overthinker. I'm not much into fear, but I'm definitely an overthinker. I'll go into a new scenario, a little bit nervous. And I want to see what I'm working with here and the energy I'm working with. And then the second time I do it, if, if it gets repeated, I'm like, oh, I'm the most confident person in the room after I have that one time. But it's always that nervousness of what's going to happen next. And so that's that part of you that, you know, your your mind wants to support whatever vibration is greater in you. So if your fear is greater, your mind is definitely going to feed the fear. It's going to to do what it can to make it feel safe, to decide if it's, you know, if the fear is right. And usually it can find reasons why it is. Uh, another reason why it's really important not to listen to too much media right now, you know, go on a media diet because there is so much information flying around. And I'll tell you, I check in with it maybe less than an hour a day you know i'll go in and read a story watch something i check the numbers of the virus um you know the pandemic numbers and how things are changing but if i sat there very much longer i would just lose my mind there's just so many um facts and so many stories and maybe some lies and who knows but the the key is to find your center and yourself and know that this is a storm that will eventually blow over but it's a big messy storm, and the key is you have to decide: Do you want to know exactly what's going on at the at the you know risk of your own well being, or are you willing to take care of yourself, your loved ones, your family, and and find what's good about this time? And that's um, that's key. And the work of it again is: it's a lifetime; it's not a, a, a switch that you can flip. Um, But it certainly is a decision you can make um, each day to go back to feeling more present, to go back to being with what is and not be in that fear and overthinking so that you can avoid an imaginary problem down the road. You know, we've got enough problems right in front of us, so let's work on those. Um, So the other thing it does, um, you know, basically change makes us uncomfortable, just makes us uncomfortable. We get into our comfort zones, and it's nice to have a routine that you know what you know how things are going to work out. Um, I'm a Cancer on uh, my astrology, my sun sign. I, I could go into more, but I won't. But that's I'm a very comfort-seeking, routine-seeking person. So as much as I love adventure and I love development and, and expansion you know, there's a part of me, my human part really needs like comfort and routine. So during the pandemic, during the shutdown, I've created somewhat of a routine. And it's been nice. I've, I've instead of, you know, managing my routine the way I did before now in the evenings, you know, I might do more creative work, um, I might create um, crafts, I might work on writing, I might work on some things that I hadn't been working on before. Or I might just relax and use my singing bowls to to heal my energy, and and you know send that out to the world, I might do things that I, I maybe didn't make time for before. But it one thing is true between um, getting movement, getting outside, um, meal times, and that kind of thing, and sleep times. You know, making sure there is a routine for me that's been very helpful. So if you feel kind of out of whack and you don't have that routine, just shrink it. You know, shrink down. Um, what you used to have to do and now think about all the time you have and how you can organize it a little better so that you feel more grounded because that's very important. And, and, you know, look at the ways you seek comfort. Sometimes it's not the healthiest. We want to go to the fridge or we want to go, you know you know, do all kinds of things to seek comfort, um, eat too much chocolate. You know, I'm, I'm a midnight snacker. I admit it. I do too much. I did do too much of that. And I had to stop and say, you know what, this isn't any way, this isn't a healthy way to get comfort. So I've got to decide I'm going to shift that. Um, and, and so look at the ways that you're doing that. And if it's too much TV or too much, even Netflix, you're, you're kind of feeding your brain these stories instead of just being with what is which is not completely comfortable, you know, in those moments of emptiness, of silence where you're not stimulated. It's kind of a, uh, what's next, you know, what's going to happen. And I don't know about you, but if when I'm still in everyday life, it tends to be that way. When you're really present to what is, you always have a little bit of comfort, a little bit of joy, a little bit of uncertainty, a little bit of anxiety. You know, we're all, we're kind of made of all these different Vibrations, and the key is how are you going to harmonize them all? To me, it's not about being super positive, it's about being in balance and harmony with everything that is, and not letting the dark drag you down and not letting the light seduce you out of your reality. Uh, It's about being grounded and being, you know, inspired at the same time, always. So, um, you know, don't let this time challenge your faith in a friendly universe. You know, we could have a lot of uh, fear going on in terms of fear of loss, fear of losing control, uh, grief for what has changed or what is changing. And, um, and, you know, whatever's going on with that, it is good. Have a good cry. Have, you know, write a letter. Uh, really think about some things that are different now, whether it's they're different now since the pandemic or things that you've been grieving for some time. You know, in times like this, the grief will rise up and become more apparent to you. Whereas when you're busy and things are moving along, you can kind of stuff it and not think about it. Um, so let that discomfort, let the grief rise up and, and let it move through you because we're being given a gift to uh, process all those unprocessed emotions. And um, this came up for a lot of people in the very beginning when everything just stopped and you know the country had to stay at home here in the US and in you know, many other countries, um, we're on the same kind of lockdown. Uh, and, and it was like, oh, my God, I have to stay at home. I can't go places. What, what, what? And, and some people, you know, had an easy time then and are now, you know, you know, now merging and noticing some of their discomfort. It's coming up after some time. So just just trust and honor whenever it's coming up for you. And we're all different. We're all in different places in the storm always. Um, so it's really important to just honor that and don't compare your, your challenge to others. Because it's really important to look at the gifts. So I've just talked about the challenges. And, and once you look at the gifts that you're getting out of this, then you can start to see kind of what I'm talking about, empowering your wisdom in times of change and empowering your wisdom at any time. Because this, these times that are so different um, are training grounds to release a lot of your kind of egoic BS, we'll just call it that, you know, the ego wanting this, wanting that, um, not being happy, kind of looking for the next destination, um, always wanting to be entertained, all of that kind of BS that gets in the way of you really growing into your spiritual maturity. Um, you, You know, in surrendering to changes like this, you can release old patterns that weren't working anymore. And you can you can really decide that if this kind of desire was leading you down a garden path of, of stress and anxiety, then maybe it's good to let it go. Maybe this is this is the gift for you. Um, and we also have the opportunity to practice honing our focus when when the unexpected happens. So it's really about you know pay very close attention to what you are focused on. Again, when things are moving fast and you've got fifty things to do in a day. And maybe only five of those get done. You're rolling the, the credits on everything else you have to do the next day. So you never are really stopping energetically. And now's the time to hone your focus, get slow down, you know, get present and get slow. Because if you can, you know, move into that when your life gets busy again, that's the gift that you're getting right now. And and you realize how much better you feel when you've slowed your your thoughts down, when you've slowed the pace of life down. And you start to value that over keeping up with everything else. So another thing that you, you are, you're given at this time, we're all given the gift of, of time to use our creativity. So people are finding creative solutions to their businesses, uh, creative solutions to home life, creative solutions to homeschooling, <laughs> creative solutions on how to spend their time. They're getting out more. Uh, you know, I saw some children on my walk this week playing in a sprinkler and i had not seen that ever when i when i take walks around the neighborhood and I, of course i see a lot more people hanging out in their yard than i used to but i you know they were just giggling and i said i used to do that back in the 80s when i was a kid here's finally these kids getting out because you know they've been in all day on their machines and studying and you know finally they're getting out and playing so that's a creative solution of going backward to something that works really well that we've forgotten so we do get those gifts at this time now. So we're interacting with life, we're interacting with others in new ways, and hopefully interacting with ourselves in new ways. Um, I've, I've suggested um, mirror work for several people right now that are going through shifts in their um, kind of self-love and their their way of viewing their themselves because just being in in this pause has really amped that up for them and they do have dreams and they do have spiritual callings that call them into self-love and self-respect so um you know mirror work is something if you're with yourself all day or you just have a couple of people in house or if you have a house full of people it doesn't even matter Take time to look in the mirror and tell yourself that you love yourself and, and have a conversation every now and then, you know, check in with yourself, you're doing okay, you're doing a good job, great, you know, uh, you know, be encouraging, because sometimes when we don't do that, we forget that the voice in our head is really mean, and it's, and it's stressed out, and it's just constantly running scripts. And when you look in your own eyes and you look at your own face, you go, oh, you're another, you're a person. Like why, I wouldn't talk to another person this way. So why am I talking to myself this way? So really um, that's a good way to do that um, in terms of relationship with yourself and relationship with others, you know, hopefully um, being stuck together as many people are, or or adjusting to new work schedules as many people are. It's, teaching many of us the gift and the challenge of that anyway, is to maintain your own orbit or your own weather system um, in relationships. So you know, when you're apart a good part of the day, and you're having your own lives elsewhere, and then you come together and talk about those lives or or, or whatever, you know, you can have a certain amount of um, kind of enmeshment or codependency that comes up. But for the most part, you have your own stuff when you're in the same home, you know, for an extended period of time, it kind of shows you how much you expect from your partner, expect from your family members and how much um you know you're able to maintain your own kind of bubble, your your own energy field. And it is very important on the spiritual path and the wisdom path to be able to maintain that, clear yourself of what is not yours and and take responsibility for what is and and, and make sure you're keeping that nice and clear so you can hear your intuition and you can hear the higher guidance coming in at any time. So with all of this, um, our faith can get stronger in times like these. Um, Some will say daily practice of a faith and a higher power is what fortifies us in dark times. But I found that the dark times are actually what inspires us to embrace the power of faith more deeply and in a more real way. Which makes ordinary life extraordinary when it comes back into focus. It also adds gratitude and humility where it is needed. So again, being knocked back every now and then is a good thing for the ego because it it loosens its script. I think um, you know. I think anxiety may have spiked in the beginning for people, and there may be some people out there still dealing with it. But some people who are finally kind of detoxed from keeping up with the whole world might be feeling very calm right now. And, and the key is notice that keep it with you because this has, has taught you how to, again, slow down, get present, not jump to the next thing. Because when you're jumping to the next thing and trying to keep up with everything, I, I, I visualize it as your spirit kind of jumping out of your body or your spirit leaves your body because it's not happy in that negative state of always being ahead of itself. So you almost like split your mind, body, spirit Kind of split or in a slightly different axis um, at at one time, and so you that's that sense of stress that you feel. You're kind of being stretched in those different directions. So in this time, getting still, practicing meditation, doing whatever you do for your spiritual well being is 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 a good time to fortify yourself for the life that is to come. It's going to be character building. And make you a really happy old person. Honestly, I think once you have a sense of groundedness, a sense of faith, a sense of humor, um, you have um, the ability to know that everything's going to be okay, no matter what's going on. You become that that wise being that everyone is is often missing in their communities. So so volunteer and be that wise being. So my my advice here, I have I had advice to a few different types of folks. Um, but to everybody is uh, get quiet and present in times of change, which is what I just said. But the, the truth will rise and the new reality will be created by how we are being collectively. Some will struggle and fight the powers that be. Some already are. Some will say we are being controlled. Some others will try to control us by telling us we're being controlled. But true freedom is to be released from the beliefs of others and to be liberated from the human drama that pervades our reality every day. True presence allows you to filter reality in a way that brings your spirit into wholeness. There's nothing wrong with thriving, even when others are not. Uh, For those that feel guilty out there, if you're doing pretty good. um, And, you know, there's sometimes the world just tells you that you're supposed to worry and suffer. And so when you're feeling good, I call it thriver's guilt, you know, whether it's personal personal relationships kind of expecting you to be in suffering and you decide finally you're going to, you're not going to pay attention to your suffering as much anymore. And you might lose people uh, over that because they relate in suffering. Um, and then you might feel bad because you couldn't bring your friends along or you couldn't bring others into that field of thriving. I call it thriver's guilt. So make sure if you're struggling with that right now, it's, it's, it's a low energy frequency, it's not doing you or anybody else any favors. So you might as well enjoy yourself. Um, To the warriors and activists out there, um, I respect you. I salute you. If you are guided to fight and it doesn't feel right not to do so, then do so with wisdom. Do it where it makes a difference. Don't wear yourself out with anger and fear before the real trials have even begun. Watch, learn, collect your data, and then you'll know what to do with it to create the change you seek. There's a lot of information flying around, and it's safe to be skeptical of it all right now until some things come out in the wash. So that's kind of in response to to some of the, you know, I won't even call, there's just so many different news things going on, so much different information It's changing daily, and you have a lot of conspiracy theories coming out too. I admit, I do believe there are some true conspiracies out there, and there are some that are just theories and there are some people creating those theories that get a, a big ego kick out of them so the key is to be skeptical of everything and trust what your intuition tells you is true and usually in this situation it is to take care of what you can take care of right now and soon there will be organizations there will be um organ, you know ways to to go about an organized protest or to fight to fight the good fight, so so to speak. And and I, I get it. There are some people out there that is who they are. And that is what they need to do. So I don't want to say, you know, oh, there's something wrong with you, you need to find peace, because that's just not who they are. But if that sounds like you just take a moment now to prepare yourself. If you want to be part of that, that change in that way. And, and don't again, that's the problem with with that sort of archetype, you might get um kind of war fatigue before before you've even made a difference. And then it's it, it makes you suffer instead of actually getting in there and making a change. So to all the peace holders, don't feel guilty for finding your bliss even in these dark times. You've worked hard to be where you are. You've done your work of finding your spiritual truth and realizing the human part of us is temporary and your spirit is eternal. You're able to be present to your inspirations, your creativity and your moments without trying to keep up with a world that often moves too fast. So enjoy it. Take some time of this, um, back in this goodness back into your life. When it speeds up again, you probably wish the world was more in alignment with your way of being, um, every day, a peaceful place for all, but it is by your example that more people will want to be peaceful for themselves. So don't wait for the world to change so you can feel okay with who you are. Um, vibrationally you lead the charge. So, um, you know, Physically, uh, the activists, th- these you know people working and fighting for good, lead the charge. Vibrationally, you lead the charge. Both are very important. And to the wisdom holders and light workers, share what you have been receiving with your gu- from your guides with with each other and with those who are interested. Um, we all need encouragement right now to say, you know, this this inner reality that we feel, these messages we get from the higher guides, from from the helpful spirits. From God, you know, all of this is is very helpful and it is useful and it is very real to us. So the more we can encourage each other in our faith in those things, the the better. So share your healing and insight in a bigger way. Uh, Some people are um, being called into bigger service, um, whether it is podcasting like this once a week or starting Facebook groups or um, leading um, Zoom classes and really showing up for people um, while they're stuck at home. And for many, this is the moment you've been preparing for your whole life. So if you feel an urge to share your message, just make sure, sure you do it without forcing it on others and be, re- and be prepared that some people are going to be inspired and some people are going to reject it. And it's not about you. <laughs> Use your intuition to feel the best place to, to offer that, that's, that goodness and protect your energy. Keep it clear otherwise. You know, your work is about helping people remember who they really are and not forcing your beliefs on them. Allow some wiggle room for disagreement. Uh, because if if you are improving vibrations and helping people come into alignment um, by what you're saying they're going to they're going to have a different story they're going to have a different path to raising that vibration and we have to respect what that is for them so that's that's kind of the advice for those wisdom holders and and light workers out there wanting to get to work you know definitely step into it don't be shy the world needs you now but just be mindful and and stay in that humility we're just the messengers we're just the channels it's all good and it's going to be fine so so everyone realize that what you really need to survive and what you desire to be happy, um, that often causes you to suffer when you don't get it. Um, you know, when you realize what you really need, it's it's quite small compared to all those wants and desires. So, they may, you know, those wants and desires may be put on pause right now. Don't don't you know, think oh it's never going to happen. But, you know, there there may be some things that are delayed for quite some time, some dreams that you had. But the key is to just be, find gratitude and find that higher vibration for what is and realize how much of the pain of life is in how we view challenging times, you know, instead of what's actually happening. So that helps you return to the path of conscious awakening and get out of kind of the bad dreams of, of unmet needs and unmet desires um, that many people, many humans have uh, because we're taught to dream and reach big and get, get, rich and maybe famous and be on top of the world. And, you know, when you think about it, what really makes you happy? It's how you feel inside and your relationships and your sense of conscience and your sense of wholeness. You know, nothing's ever really going to fill that. So while really great things in life are like candy, they're exciting. uh, You don't need it. So, so for now, just that'll take some stress off of it. Uh, to where you're able to be patient uh, to see what happens when things start moving again. So we all have a different filter of reality. And challenging things can produce a filter of pain and suffering. Um, But they can also release old patterns that caused the suffering. So with each life challenge and change, we're given the opportunity to choose a new way if we want to love life more deeply for what it is, not what we want it to be. So that is my message for today. And we have some time for calls. So I know um, Nana in the chat room called in earlier. If you'd like to try again, we'll try to connect. Or you can enter your um, question in the chat and I'll do my best. Um, If if I don't hear from you, what we'll do is kind of a, a short little group reading for anyone who happens to come across this podcast. And that is a thing, by the way, I, I do a message of a week uh, of the week on my Instagram. And it's basically for anyone who views it, who feels re- who feels a resonance with it. So, you know, there are people that are going to see it and they, they needed that message. They needed to hear it. I don't know who you are, but that's why I read from that space. It's not just for one person. It is for everybody. If, if it feels right to you, if it's helpful, it's for you. So, I'm going to go ahead and shuffle the cards. And I use the Mystical Shaman Oracle deck by Colette Baron Reed and Alberto Biodo and Mar- Marcelo Lobos right now. So, I'm shuffling that deck before we go into our meditation. All right. Okay, so what I'm seeing, the the group message right now for anyone listening who's interested in finding and understanding the gifts and managing the challenges and times of change as of May 6, 2020, we've got um, this kind of message that you're on a vision quest and you've been kind of turned upside down on your vision quest. So Many of you on the wisdom path, trying to be better, trying to be more in alignment with who you really are on a spiritual level. You know, a lot of your visions for this may have been uprooted and turned upside down by this time. And the key is everything that happens in life is so that you can stay on that path. It is your, whatever happens is your lesson. Whatever happens is your task. So you can, you're never off your path. You're never you know, thrown uh, back a few steps, Um, you may feel that way. But if you zoom out and really look at what's going on, you're still on the path. So the key now is to make sure that you use your gifts, skills and knowledge a little differently, start um, quieting your mind and getting back into your wisdom. Uh, and, and what that means is getting present. I've said that 50 times in the last 42 minutes, get present, get present, get present. You know, if you like this podcast, I'll tell you who I recommend. I love Eckhart Tolle. I love Carolyn Mace. These are, um, you know, authors and teachers out there that you can follow their work. You can follow my work. Um, it's not as developed as theirs, but it's certainly a similar message. Um, and, I, and I feel that when you look to people who are who empower you to be present and empower you to stay on your path. And and they don't tell you what you should believe or what's wrong with what you believe. Just just listen to those who lead you back to yourself. That's all I'm saying. And and make sure that you're doing the practices and not just thinking about them. So if you love to meditate and you've found that you're watching the news all day, turn it off and meditate. Go for a walk. Go out in the woods or even just down the street. Make sure you're moving your body. Make sure you're you're trying new solutions um, you know, to your anxieties or to your sense of fear um, so that you're not kind of getting yourself in a loop. It's too easy to get into a loop in times like these. And when it comes to finances, you will find a new way. You will. There will be opportunities. There will be transformation and change. You just have to be willing to, to pivot. Uh, that word pivot is out there a lot, like pivot on your message or pivot on your um, what you're doing um, You know, try new things, um, put things out there you never thought you would. um, Be brave in in how you're shifting what you're doing. And um, what we're coming out of is a constant shift in stories about what's real here um, and also um, seeing the shadows underneath so collectively that's coming out a lot and it's really mucking up the works in people's consciousness so again that's that uh, part of that message where there's going to be a lot of change and in information so let's wait till it all kind of comes out in the wash at least somewhat um, and then see how things kind of resolve themselves because I feel like a lot of times they do even though We don't notice that because we're always on to the next collective problem. We don't kind of notice when things are getting better. um, and, And we don't notice when they're getting worse either because that's the nature of collective consciousness. It just moves on to the next thing. So all we can really do is hold on to the story that all is changing. All is constantly seeking balance. The universe, that's all it knows is balance or imbalance. So there is really... Um, There is kind of evil in the world in terms of shadow intentions and shadow um, activity. It usually has to do with greed. It usually has to do with uh, somebody wanting power over somebody else. Um, It doesn't necessarily have to be as deep and dark as demonic energy. But um, the key is knowing it's there and, and making sure that you believe in the power of the universe to balance it out you know, that's what I always say, the pendulum always swings. So when we see something dark rising in our consciousness or rising in power, I go, you know what, in my life, I've always watched it swing back. I've always watched this kind of tug of war between the dark and the light tug of war between the yin and the yang. And it just it really if you zoom out and look at it, it always happens. And to know that we can't control any of it is where you find your peace. But you can control what you contribute. So, if you want to contribute to what is what you deem is good and and positive, do it. Um you don't have to wait. Just do it in your little way or your big way and trust that that all will come into balance when you are living in balance as well for yourself. So coming into the moon that is all about balance in <laughs> lower world it is about um, looking into. Your subconscious uh, drives, dreams, um, anything right now that needs to be cleaned out that you haven't cleaned out yet, I would use the next two weeks to the month, uh, to a month, to work on cleaning out your habits, cleaning out your beliefs, start moving into preparing, into getting busier again. Um, it is time to just act as if things are going to get moving, uh, whether we want to or not, whether we think we should or not. Um, and the key is to get comfortable with the uncertainty. Don't let the uncertainty drive you crazy because you have the power to pull your power back and your soul back through this uncertainty by filtering in a, in a healthy way, the information you bring in right now. That's the biggest, um, the biggest toxin we have right now, and I know in our personal lives, or maybe other ones, whether it's relationships, um, or habits, or things like that. But when you start to shift um, any toxic incoming energy in your personal life, make sure you're also doing it when it comes to bringing in information from the outside. Just the facts, only the facts, as good a facts as you can find, and leave it at that. And, And then you pull your power back, and it doesn't toss you back and forth all the time, because that can be really stressful. Um, the, and it's not going to stop, by the way. Um, you know, I don't have, I don't predict a lot. I'm an intuitive. I'm not, I don't call myself a psychic. And I'm primarily a life coach, a spiritual life coach. So I use my gifts to help coach others to be in their power. But um, I do feel and I did feel in the beginning of this year, it was going to be a crazy year. So I do feel like that that's going to continue up until a couple of years. So that's why now more than ever it's important to be careful of the media that you're taking in, um, and whatever you hear <laughs> from anywhere. <laughs> so uh, and just just take care of yourself. So the luminous warrior is the obstacle, and that is about knowing that you're a light worker. That you're here to do good. You're here to shine your light. And there's many many ways to do that. There's no wrong way to do that. The only thing is, is your light bulb on or is it off? It's the only thing you need to consider. And how you can know if your light bulb is on or off, and that's in terms of the light kind of beam and feel that you shoot out to help others with, it is how you're feeling. Are you feeling low? Are you feeling defeated? Are you overcome with your negative thoughts and your lack of confidence and your feeling of defeat? Um, you know, feeling like what's the use and why is this world such a crappy place? Like those kinds of thoughts that really isolate you. Or are you feeling like, you know what, this world's kind of crazy, but I'm here to shed light. That's what I came to do. So I'm going to do it in the way that I can do it. I'm going to enjoy it the way I can enjoy it. And I'm going to share it with others at every given chance. So, you know, in, in the Christian world, you know, they call it sharing the good news and to me, that's not just getting people to join your way of thinking. It's simply, hey, I've, I've gotten turned on to this higher power. It's pretty amazing. It makes me feel really good. How about, how about you try it out? You know, but it's not you know, pressuring them to believe exactly what you believe. So in that way, you can say, it, it, you know, getting out of suffering, getting out of the cycle of suffering that we're in collectively is possible for individuals. And the key is it may go on and on because there's always going to be people that feed it. They're going to feed that wolf, but you don't have to feed that wolf, you can feed the other one. So, that's going back to for those of you who join late. Um, I shared this story of two wolves, so you might want to, when this um, episode goes up, rewind and see what I'm talking about. Uh, make sure you feed the good wolf, not the bad one. <laughs> so, um, hopes and fears are um, spiritual maturity turned on its head and confidence. So, if you're listening to me and saying, Yeah, that's great, Molly, this is really inspiring, but this world's just too messed up. I just can't do it. I just can't handle it. My family's messed up. And, you know, my workmates are messed up. Everybody's just messed up. You know, I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking right now. You may be like, yeah, I totally get it. And I I love it. And I'm glad she she knows what I'm talking about. Um, Or what I I think, you know, you're, you're resonating. Great. But for those of you who Feel defeated and like what's the point and why did we come to this planet um, to create a new world and to create a more conscious world if this kind of stuff's going to happen? Just know that um, when that comes up, it's because the reason it comes up is because your purpose here is to stay on your path as the light worker, as the wisdom holder, as the peace holder, as maybe the warrior. So you know, people who are not here to do that that are here either as transitionals or they're bringing people into the world or they're here to kind of keep physical life going. They're not, they don't feel that deep spiritual purpose and there's nothing wrong with them either, but they don't have thoughts like that. So if you're having thoughts like that, those defeating thoughts, just consider that it's a counterintention to what you really want and, and just notice and call it for what it is when it comes up. Anything that tugs at our confidence like that, it's usually because it's just keeping you down to keep you humble keep you safe. So what is to be done in this spread that I've got here of my Oracle cards is the Andean cross, which is a time of initiation and the beloved, which is a time to get in touch with your heart space, to heal your heart space of anything that's still clouding it up. That's keeping you from uh, being in love every single day, from being in the space of you know, helpfulness and positivity, but in an authentic way. We'll talk about that either in the next podcast or the one after that. I forget my, my themes this month, but we are going to talk about this month, this month, how to be authentic without being fake about it. Um, And the key here I want to leave you with before we do our meditation is to really consider your relationship with the divine, consider your relationship with death, with transition, with power and control and really know just that your spiritual self is your only true self. There are many parts of you, there are many archetypes inside of you, um, but your spiritual self is the eternal self, and that can never be threatened. You know, and when I think about that, and I'm always thinking about counterpoints to my own <laughs> to my own wisdom because that's just how I am. I'm always like, well, what about this, Molly? You know, I'm always going to que- because I'm I'm anticipating, you know, being questioned about it. And the key is is that something, you know, the question is, is that something just to make yourself feel better when the world's going to crap? No, it's not because it's true. And if I'm an eternal being, I'm just a visitor here and I'll do my best to help out. And I also know that there are billions of other visitors here and we're all just on a little trip and learning a lot of things, figuring things out having experiences that will change us as souls. We're working out karmic patterns. We're working out, you know, universal issues uh, by by being in human form. We're feeling feelings we could never feel any other way. So I'm going to enjoy the journey. I'm going to do my best to be helpful, but I'm not worried about my life getting cut short because I feel that, you know, it is what it is. I'll go when it's time to go. And with that, acknowledging that I I have a firm faith of where I'm going. I have a lot less fear about everything else so i'm not saying i never have fear because i'm human but that helps overall with definitely things like this and 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 other places where i know i have no control so i'll leave that with you and and knowing that your initiation to getting back in love with your divine source or whatever you deem as the helpful energy in the world it could be angels your spirit guides um, however you look at that just know that you're not alone and you know that the universe has your back in whether way, whatever way, shape, or form you describe that. At the end of the, the day, at the end of this reading, we have fire, which is about transformation. So we're all going through a big major change. The world is going through a major change. And it may seem like we, we're going in circles for a while because spirit is stirring the pot. And, um, and there are there, there are misleading things out there. There's confusion out there. There's chaos out there. And the key is to stay firmly in your spirit to know what your true north is, to know what feels good to you, what direction feels right to you to go in. You know, people talk about vaccines and food supply, blah, blah, blah. If, If you're feeling like, hey, I should start a garden or I should get um, in line with my local farmers or my co-op or start to source food a different way. Okay, do that. It feels good to you to do it. It's not going to feel great to everybody. But if it feels right, go for it. If, if you know you want to do natural medicine instead of um, Western medicine, do that. Do what feels, feels in alignment for you. If it's vice versa, do that. But you've got to know that we all are kind of different. We have different filters for reality and different things that, that work and don't work for us. And if things aren't working for the rest of the world, you kind of have to stop and say, all right, I'll wait. <laughs> you know, if you know what's working and, and, and it's not, you can't help other people with it, you have to wait until they come to it on their own. So um, that's it. We're learning we're going in circles sometimes, but we're learning. So if you feel like you're going in any circles, I'm always here to help. I'll share my information with you at the end of the call. Um, if you're dying to know, you can go to mollymccartney.com while you're listening and kind of get a sense of who I am. But for now, with a few minutes we have left, I'd like to share this week's guided meditation. And it's all about finding the gifts in this time of challenge and change. So. We're just going to kind of lead you through an archetypal kind of version of that. And let me find my music, pardon my clicks. Okay. So before I begin, I'd like you to find a comfortable place to sit or lie down on your back in Shavasana for those who are into yoga or just lie down on your back for those who are not and uh, start the music here So as you get into that comfortable spot and close your eyes take a nice deep breath Letting the world fall away. Taking another nice deep breath. Letting your concerns fall away. Notice the sounds around you The sound of my voice, the sound of the birds outside, the air-conditioned humming. Notice sensations in your physical space, the quality of the air in your environment, the weight of your body in your seat, or on the floor, or in your bed. And bring your awareness to the center of your chest, becoming aware of any sensations in your body that are tense, uncomfortable, and bringing relaxation to those spaces. Allow those spaces to expand inside of you, relaxing into this meditation. Now begin to notice any visual activity behind your eyes. It could be lights, it could be visions. And as you turn your vision inward, imagine yourself walking across an open field. The sun is high and you have a long way to go. You are going somewhere very important and there is a reward ahead of you if you just keep walking. Even though you're weary, you push yourself to get there as fast as you can. But all of the sudden, a storm begins to form overhead The rain begins to come down with intensity. The thunder follows and lightning strikes. You must find shelter. An old house enters your view a few hundred feet away, so you run there finding shelter within. There is a fire burning and a kettle on the stove. The air smells of fresh baked goods and ingredients for a delicious meal are laid out in the kitchen. You realize no one is here but you and yet someone has left this abundance here just for you. You find a note on the table, addressed to you. You pick it up and read it. What does it say? Taking this message into your heart, you realize as much as you wanted to get where you were going, you needed this break. You're weary and hungry. And now in this warm little space, you realize you're being given everything you need. You may not have everything you want, but you have everything you need. This night will not last forever, and in the morning you can decide if you wish to keep traveling the long path to your desires or find delights right where you are. One step, one storm, one safe space at a time, all is well. Bring these gifts with you as you follow the sound of my voice as I count from one to five. One, feeling the joy of peace and presence flowing through your spirit. Two, ready to find the gifts through this challenge, one moment at a time. Three, Certain that you will get what you need most no matter what. Four, enjoying the abundance that you can find right here, right now. Five, when you're ready, open your eyes and return to your physical space. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Empowered Wisdom Hour. Again, I'm your host, Molly McCartney. I'm a spiritual life coach and intuitive based in Orlando, Florida. My mission is to help empower your wisdom and spiritual gifts so you can find peace no matter what you are dealing with. I do this through private sessions in person and at phone by phone all over the world. And by broadcasting this podcast through the airwaves. You can check out my website at mollymccartney.com or follow me on Instagram, Empower Your Wisdom and Facebook, Molly McCartney, to learn more. Also, if you enjoyed this show, I invite you to become a patron with a weekly pledge of as little as $5 per month. You can cancel or alter your pledge at any time. Visit my Podbean homepage and click the link on the upper right-hand side to keep the wisdom flowing. Every little bit helps. For now, may you stay well and at peace until next time we meet.